October 31st, and we only got two games on the schedule here for tonight, but we will break each of those down, get into some takeaways for last night's games this weekend, look over at some teams, wondering if maybe some of these teams, it's time for them to press the panic button, but uh, as always, on Tuesday mornings, joined here by Matt Russell and Alex Moretto. Before we get into today's show, before we get into the picks, in the games for tonight, I want to remind everybody that today's show is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today or sign up on web if that is how you prefer to do it. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That is betstamp.app slash edgework, or click the link in the description if you sign up through this page. It does help support the show. Moretto, I'm going to you first here because, um, I mean, we've talked about this guy a few different times now. Uh, he seems to be the one guy in the NHL that uh, you've picked out as maybe your nemesis at this point. That would be Mr. Kyle Dubas over there in Pittsburgh. I saw you going on online last night arguing with some people over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Where are the Penguins at? Is it time for them to reevaluate kind of the construction of this team going into this year? Are they just not that good? What are your overall thoughts on them and kind of how this weekend played out for them? Well, okay, I would like to preface it like this isn't a knock on Dubis because, I mean, he only had so much flexibility when it came to this team. I'm not like this isn't like I'm attacking Pittsburgh because Kyle Dubis is there and I think he's done a horrible job. I mean, they were pretty much against the cap to begin with. And, you know, while I didn't agree necessarily that the Carlson move was what this team needed, um, I mean, they definitely needed some sort of spark. So, you know, credit to him for trying. But like. Yeah, I think that uh, it's time to push the panic button in Pittsburgh. And that was a team that, you know, I was we talked about this on this show before that I was lower on. Um, they just don't have the elite talent to overcompensate for, like, what is a terrible bottom six. And there's way too much pressure on the top guys. The bottom six can't provide any offense. Three goals from the bottom six so far this year. The fourth line has played 27 games, you know, nine each. And they've combined for, uh, sorry, 54 games. And they've combined for nine points. So the fourth line has zero points in 27 games. It's just, there's nothing from them. And like, while I love Crosby, I have nothing but like immense respect for him and Malkin and such. The top six just isn't good enough to overcompensate for that. And when you play the style that they do, which is like all offense in your face all the time, and you, you know, you can't just go out there and outscore teams because you only have like realistically two lines that can score, maybe even one line because you see like Raquel has become like borderline an anchor in that top six now. He just looks completely past it. Um, it's tough. They're not getting the goaltending right now either. There's going to be a little positive regression that hits for their, their power play and stuff. But like, it's just, it's bad. This team can't play defense. They can't get a save. They can't score enough to play the style they want to play. Um, and you know, when you, when you're, I mean, when everyone on your team that like matters is on the wrong side of 30, I'm on the wrong side of 30. I'm, you know, I'm well on the wrong side of 30. So it's not a knock on a, us, you know, 32, 33 year olds, whatever, but like, I mean, this is injuries you feel like are going to hit at one point, Um, especially when you get into a hole like this, you need a team like these guys are going to have to really pick things up. And like, how are you going to rely on, you know, this core to do this over the course of 82 games? Um, Yeah. Same with Carlson. And like Carlson, this isn't a situation in which he's going to thrive in either where like he has to actually play sort of a bit more within a system Um, has to be a bit more responsible. He can't just, this isn't San Jose, like, 
spoiler alert, this isn't like a San Jose Sharks team that he can just go out there and do whatever the fuck he wants because San Jose sucks and no one cares. Like you're on a, a real team now that actually has to play hockey and is competitive. Like, and we've seen that he doesn't exactly thrive in those situations. He needs to basically mm -hmm. go out there and be able to have free reign to do what he wants. And it's just not going to work here. So, yeah, I don't think the fit is great. And while he will probably put up some gaudy stats and, like, you know, top his 70 points, 65 points or whatever, um, I don't think this is, you know, a match made in heaven. And I think this is, uh, this is like, warning signs going off everywhere in Pittsburgh right now. And if you're Kyle Dubas, I honestly, like, it's this is not a knock on Dubas because, like, what do you do? They're so tight against the cap. You're not really – you don't have the flexibility to move those top guys. Um, you're just kind of in a tough spot here. So – I'm not sure what he does. I don't have the answers, but like, I definitely do not think this is one of the top eight teams in the East. All right, fair enough. Matt, any thoughts from you on the Pittsburgh Penguins and any well, objections, anything Reto said there? Uh, I don't know if it's an objection necessarily, but I got to tell you, I'd kill both of you in cold blood if I could be on the wrong side of 30 again. Uh, so, you know, we could, we could only wish. I wouldn't think about it. Uh, and I like both of you guys. Um, yeah, I, I, there's, listen, I don't really actually have any objections to the, to the Penguins thing. I do think from a, you know, uh, progression, if you will, standpoint, they do lead the league in high danger chances at even strength, but with a cool 100 so far this season, problem is they've only converted nine of those. So, I mean, that's the problem in looking in the rear view, but looking forward, you know, you're probably going to get a reversion there to a little bit better percentage going forward. Cause 9% is certainly well below league average. So this is a team that. You know, if their record, you know, kind of continues to be what it is, I think they're what three and six, something along those lines, and their rating falls. They are a team that's capable on any given night to beat kind of any team, and we saw that last week when they beat Colorado. And so, you know, I was on the the Penguins last Tuesday during uh, the the frenzy, and, and that didn't end up working out. But you know, this this thing that uh, put me on them last week on last Tuesday also put me on them against the avalanche on, on Thursday. And then they won that game. Right. And so that it kicked their rating back to a point where they're not really in the range to be bet on or bet against. And so it's just sort of one of those things where they're a team that after they lose a couple of games in a row, doesn't really matter what their opponent is there. There is going to be a little bit of value as people kind of jump off that ship. And so, I mean, we'll see going forward what their next game is. They don't play for a couple of nights uh, ahead of time here. So they have a little bit of time off. And uh, yeah, what, when is their next game? I don't even see them on, on the schedule as I kind of quickly scroll down. So they're going to have to move them. <laughs> they're going to have uh, a little time off here. So yeah, it, it's going to be a pick and choose type situation when, I, when looking to back the Penguins. And I think the market's sort of soured to the point where, you know, you're not going to get a ton of value fading them. Um, you're going to, you know, the record has to kind of yeah. be three and six for you to be fading them and, and being profitable. So it's definitely a pick your spot mm -hmm. situation with the Penguins going forward. And I'm just kidding. Right. I like both of you guys. I would never want to do any harm. But <laughs> honest to God, if I was 32, you would never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <clears throat> Let's get into uh, let's get into tonight's games because we have one of the funniest schedules of all time for us here on this on this Tuesday show. I mean, you guys were sending messages about it before we came on here. Connor Hartle bringing it up right now. It's Tuesday, you know what that means? Built like, in a laboratory. An this this schedule. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we've got God. the LA Kings taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then we have the Nashville Predators against the Vancouver Canucks. Running it back, I believe this is from the Frozen Frenzy of last week too. So like. Just the perfect combination of the only thing that could have been better here was the Minnesota Wild being mixed into this schedule somehow. 
Yeah, because we know we'd get a guaranteed winner with a wild Kings parlay. <laughs> Instead, we just have to bet the Kings, right? Because honestly, what would I even be doing here? And the number isn't even that great. Like it's, mm. you know, I, I could use a little bit more. I was kind of hoping like a plus 150. So I haven't bet it yet. And I'm hoping maybe people get a little excited about the Leafs and we can get this thing up to plus 150. So, you know, plus 142 is certainly fine, but I'm going to see if we can get that plus 150. But yeah, what would I be doing here if I wasn't betting the Kings on a Tuesday night? <laughs> Uh, Halloween, I'm sure, will go you know absolutely swimmingly uh, this evening. On the plus side, I've lost my last four games that have gone to shootout and the overtime, which almost broke me in half last night, as I had two teams blow third period leads to then lose in the uh, you know in extra time. Uh, so let's get that out of the way, just in case the Kings and, and the Leafs go to overtime. We do have sort of variance, if you will, maybe potentially on our side there. Um, but probably not. We'll probably lose the Leafs uh, shootout win or something stupid. Sounds like uh, sounds like Kings in regulation to me. Yeah, might as honestly <laughs> probably should just yeah, yeah, yeah just just get, get the pain, cut out the middleman, and just go straight yeah. through it. But no, I mean theoretically, uh, yeah, we're we're quote unquote we're hashtag do for a uh, do over the do factor. factor. Yeah, we got a do factor for your boy. <laughs> you know, the, I don't know if the Kings are due. Listen, we got to get better goaltending out of the Kings. They're a team that rates for me like honestly from a skating perspective like 20 percent above league average but the goaltending you know is not what it where it needs to be anytime phoenix copley gets involved it's a bad scene the there's they're trying to like create some lore with cam talbot who came in for copley against the coyotes last week and he immediately you know the copley gave up like three goals on six shots and then talbot yeah. comes in and he gives up a, a goal on his first shot then he goes in in the intermission and he's basically he's like we will never lose again. Yeah, he's like, we will never, I will not give up any more goals. Just keep with it. We're going to win this game. I promise you this is going to happen. And then it did. And then they won the, and they ended up beating, beating the Coyotes. So uh, I don't know if that's going to killing the Coyotes. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's going to kickstart the uh, Cam Talbot uh, era, you know, in a meaningful way here for the Kings. But uh, yeah, they're, they're a far better team than, than the results have necessarily shown this season. And so getting them as an underdog against the Leafs, I'm uh, I'm fine with doing that and ready for the pain. Well, so are we going to lock in a best bet here, or is this something yeah. for people to look out for throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 listen, if the if the number didn't change, or even the number dipped down, and you know, plus one forty was something I had to do, or plus one thirty five, I'm absolutely going to bet that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll wait and see on plus one fifty. But yeah, you can lock in plus one forty two as the best bet. That's that's certainly something that I'll take if nothing um, nothing better shows up. Anything for you here, Moretto, in terms of fading the Leafs uh, or our totals or anything here? It's not a disgusting like rub, Why brother. Have to say come, it on. Like that? come on in. The water's warm, my friend. Uh, I uh, I would lean Kings. That would be my definitely be my lean. It would be Kings or nothing here. But I just I don't want to get in front of the Joseph Wall train right now either. I mean, there will be some regression coming for sure. I mean, not to say that he's not necessarily a good goalie or can't be a good goalie or like a good starter in this league, but like obviously the level he's playing at right now is not the level we can, you know, we will expect from him or we will get from him, um, you know, the rest of the way. So I do think regression's coming there. Hasn't come yet. It scares me a little bit. Kings have been a very good five on five team so far though. Like the Leafs have not, they've been very, you know, average um, by that standard and they have, just sort of feasted on the power play a little bit as well and feasted on elite scoring. They don't capitalizing on not a ton of opportunities, but when you have guys like Matthews and Nylander and stuff like that, you're going to, you know, you don't need as many chances to score goals. So I would lean towards the Kings here. Um, but 
I'm going to just let Matt take this one. And, you know, it's already locked in anyways. No need to consensus anything and um, throw some jinxes at it and really just screw ourselves over. So I'm just going to completely leave this one alone. And uh, it's in there anyways. It's the NFL pregame show. You don't need to blow up the board. Yeah, we don't need to see, like, Kings logos pop up across all three of our faces right now. Right. Well, there you go. Joseph Olzina, the Vesna Vesna candidacy on – Full display here tonight, hopefully, with Joseph Wall. Calder, maybe. I saw that his price jumped up on the Calder, which I think is a little bit ridiculous for it to have shot up to where it did, but I did see some movement there. Um, all right, there you go. Best bet in the Leafs-Kings game. And to nobody's surprise, we're taking the LA Kings here tonight. Let's go over to the second game of the night here. I mean... I almost didn't do the show when I saw this game was on here. It's not like they always play. That's the thing. Yeah. And like for mm-hmm. it to happen on a Tuesday, the, the following week. It's a slap in the face. It's disrespectful. I feel disrespected by the league right now. It's just, it's more evidence that we're clearly living in a simulation because yeah. it's absolutely, it's not something that would happen in like a real randomized world. This is, everything's lining up here. <laughs> Well, what do we have here for tonight's game? We're looking at Vancouver at home tonight, minus 132. The Nashville Predators plus 119. Total sitting at six right now. Any involvement for you here, Moretto, between the Preds and the Canucks tonight? (laughs) Do it. Can we seriously do this again? Like, the numbers say to bet the Preds a little bit here. Um, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. I'm also a little bit bit concerned that we don't get Soros too who has started every single game for them this year um first game of road trip not sure exactly that's the best spot to you know give your backup a start but like i wouldn't you know be surprised that this team just tries to kick us in the groin again so i'm definitely not locking anything in before i see a sorrows confirmation if we do get a sorrows confirmation and i hate myself just enough i think i will end up on the Predators once again at like plus 115-ish or better. Um, ideally, we can get a plus 120 or better, though. That's what I would like. So I would like to see how this line moves throughout the day. If we can get a plus 120 and a Sorrows confirmation, I'm in. Maybe keep an eye on the Edgework Twitter account, and we'll lock that in If uh, depending how things progress throughout the day. I, I got the winner on Saturday with the Predators. That was the best bet if you follow us on Twitter on Edgework. Um, mm. That was my play, this the Predators, this week. And it came through. I'm like, I don't want to push my luck here, and especially after last Tuesday. And, you know, Rob's been in my ear, and I got Feinberg telling me he's going to Martingale Canucks games until they finally lose because I talk so much shit. I just don't need that. I don't need to put any more pressure on them right now. We're just going to we're gonna sit and wait here. All right, fair enough. Uh, anything for you here, Matt? No, no. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'm closer to doing. Um I think I'd be closer to betting the Canucks if this got to like a minus 120 situation. Um, Demko's played better than Saros so far mm-hmm. this season. And as like Alex mentioned, right? Like there's obviously at least the chance that Saros doesn't play. So if you played him in every game so far this season uh, and not having a back to back here, um, you know, I guess it's Seattle, what, in two days? You know, yeah, pick your poison, right? Which I, I imagine the, the backup probably plays in one of those two games, but I think it would probably more likely to be the Seattle game. So maybe when we get official confirmation on Soros, it's kind of the opposite, right? Maybe the official com- confirmation comes on Soros. People bet the Predators. 
brings the number down for the Canucks and I get it something in the minus one, you know, 120 type of a range. And that's kind of the only way that I would be uh, uh, getting involved in this game, especially after last uh, last Tuesday's fiasco, which was about the most predictable thing in the history of yes. uh, betting content. We called that yeah. without calling it. I mean, we all bet the Predators, but we also did say very well, clearly that the Canucks are yeah. a lock and we're low in that game. So Yeah, and it was a very strange circumstance because it was like we all bet the Predators, and I imagine we all bet the Predators at around the same number, which was like minus 112, minus 115. Mm-hmm. And we were all having the conversation at a time when the line was closer to minus 130 and seemed to be heading up. And so it just gets to a point where you're like, well, I don't really like this bet. And yet we're all agreeing on it because we've all bet it at a different price. Right. And it's like, yeah, it still technically qualifies as a bet at, you know, a minus 120, but then it gets, you know, higher and higher. And you're just like, it's falling out of range here. And it didn't necessarily get to like Canucks range, but you're sitting there and it's all just like, yeah, I like the Predators already bet it. Yeah, I like the Predators already bet it. It's like, yeah, but not at this, yeah. not at this price. Right. So that, that, that was sort of an awkward one because it was like, oh, just everyone loves the Predators. Like, it isn't just us. <laughs> the price is the same. It's like, oh, everybody has seen this, like, mispricing and has jumped on it. And now we're all just sitting here with our tickets, just ready to get absolutely kicked in the midsection. So, yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a very strange circumstance. But, I mean, I shouldn't say strange. It was... You know, pretty much standard very predictable yeah i think yeah, the market yeah. the market saw it too that there was some buyback on the pred on the uh, canucks later in the day a little bit was there okay. and then and then there surprising. was then there was a fight back and then the preds kind of took more money so it was kind of a bit of a back and forth but um i knew we were screwed the second matt albert basically said the canucks were the worst team in nhl history well, well that I mean, is now like, now, it's, now it's done now it's I mean, that was a dagger done. he's not yeah. here so it's clearly his fault um but that yes. was the death, that was the absolute death blow. i um yeah. i think we'll also like for this game we will definitely get demko because just smith just started on saturday so um yeah. if we do get demko and saros like and the under doesn't get blasted into oblivion and it stays in like this minus 115 uh minus 120 range at under six that would be like a pretty strong lean for me too probably something i'll end up betting for at least some amount maybe not a full unit but like i do like the under six here at minus 120 or better if we can get a demkos versus saros matchup all right well only one best bet here for today uh i do see um i i guess that will be pretty much it for us i see some people here talking about uh some bets that they had there connor hurdle on the similar situation three bets last night all three went ot fortunately wings came through um wagon question here before we get out uh, of the show, Mike Bromberg asking, how about those Ducks, though? Four-game winning streak, second longest in the league right now. How do you guys kind of evaluate this Ducks team and the performance that they put together to start this season? They always kind of felt like a team for me, and I think we talked about this, you know, regarding the Jack Adams discussion from uh, on the season, um, I guess, you know, season preview or the opening night. We always felt like a team that when you kind of looked at it, it was like, I, like, I realized they're getting raided down into oblivion. And it was always kind of like, well, I kind of think they're going to be at least better than their rating. And then at that point, it's just kind of like, do you have the balls to just like keep betting the Ducks over and over and over again and hoping that it sort of works out? I got to tell you, I don't think I was on the Ducks in any of these last four games that they played, though I also wasn't fading them, thankfully. Right. It's just sort of right. like mm-hmm. it took them a couple extra games for, you know, for me to uh, to miss the boat. So um, yeah, a little bit bummed about that. As far as an evaluation on them, yeah, I have them below average, but I, again, I, like I said, you know, it sort of worked out in the way that I thought it was going to. And that like, I had them rated, 
you know, the market had them rated kind of like a 25% below average team. I have them, you know, kind of right now as like a 7% below average team. And obviously, you know, every once in a while, John Gibson will throw down like an epic performance. So they're always kind of dangerous from that standpoint. But the skaters have played a lot better than I thought they had thought they would. And so they're they are a live uh, a live duck every uh, every night. Yeah, the top the top six has a lot of uh, a lot of punch. I like they can mm -hmm. score goals, and that will make them live in pretty much you know any game on night to night basis. So there will be value in betting them going forward. And I think they'll be a pesky team. You know, um, they're not going to be like some team that's contending for the wild card still in like February or March. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, they're not as good as they're playing right now. Definitely, there will be some regression defensively, especially because I mean, you look at their their D corps. It's uh, it's quite bad. I mean, like they're not playing awful right now, but like it it will come because this is not something you can survive, like having this, you know, lack of talent on the back end. But like they'll score goals. I hate the way they're handling Carlson. I think it's just so stupid. Like, why are you load managing him as if you're some like, you know, playoff team that's going to need him in like May? It's just right. it doesn't make any sense. I know that like rookies tend to hit a wall in like, you know, February, March and playing, especially these European guys coming over playing like a full first full season uh, in North America and the NHL. And like, I understand that there's like that we hit a wall at one point, but like, that's also good to go through as a player and like have that mental block and like learn to push through something like that. So it doesn't make sense playing in like every other game. And then also you're playing them like 20 something minutes when you're playing them. Like why not play them every mm -hmm. night and play them 16 minutes too, if you really want to load manage him, like playing every night is kind of, again, part of like the, NHL experience and playing every game and like getting that grind. Like it's just, I don't know. I think it's, it's stupid how they're handling him, but I think he's, he looks really good and he looks like he's going to be a player. So I think they got a good one there. Coyotes ducks mm -hmm. tomorrow night, Alex, your coyotes. Mm -hmm. They're going to be what? Minus minus one eighty. I have no interest in, in <laughs> laying these prices on the coyotes. Love has ended so fast with like how they're being yeah. priced. Now, all of a sudden it is right. the market has caught up to them so quickly that there's just, I have that a game as a 50-50 game, so it might be a duck situation. Is tomorrow. it in? It's in Anaheim, then I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So minus one eighty definitely won't be the price, but <laughs> <laughs> your, your point was taken. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what that price actually is, given the two, given the sort of, you know, the dichotomy between those two teams. Right. I um. Right. I also one last quick quick thing on the Ducks, but um, Dostal looks looks good, and I think maybe he's taken over this crease. Um, I mean Gibson's still obviously very capable, but like. Seems like they're kind of running with Dostal here and kind of really seeing what they have. Maybe Gibson becomes a finally a trade piece. They've been talking about trading him for four years, it seems like. Maybe this is finally the year yeah. he gets dealt. All right. Well, well, that'll about do it for today's show. In terms of best bets that we have, uh, only one here tonight. We're looking at the LA Kings. No surprise. Tuesday nighter, LA Kings plus 142 money line tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs here in Toronto. Uh, that is our one and only bet for today. If you did enjoy the show, please go ahead, Murdo. I just see this from, from Joshua in the chat as well. Um, I don't think it's fraudulent. I don't know what you, I'm interested what you guys think about this, but like, look, they have their underlying metrics aren't great and whatever, but like, I think they've, I mean, the one thing you were worried about with Boston is their play down the middle and like, they've gotten great play down the middle and Patra, which is, I don't know how that's how it's pronounced based on how it's spelled, yeah. but if Jack Edwards is correct, it is Patra. He looks like a player. Like they found a guy, another gem down the middle and, you know, without a high pick, um, he looks good. Coyle and Zaka are providing, you know, good offense for them. Uh, but like realistically, this team 
defensively is so good and goaltending has been so good that like, I don't think it's fraudulent. Like they're not going to be, you know, 75 and seven this year, obviously, but like, I think they'll easily surpass the hundred point mark. And um, again, be like within contention just based on that defense and goaltending alone. So yeah, I don't think it's fraudulent. They've had an easy schedule. The numbers haven't been great, but like this team is, is again, you know, I think, I think very good. Yeah, there, I mean, there's certain franchises in certain sports at certain times, right? Where it's like, it's always going to be a little bit better than the metrics look. And we're all going to mm-hmm. be sitting around going like, what the hell happened, right? And that's what happened last year when it was like, yeah, okay, like they're the best team in the league. But like the metrics don't even necessarily, you know, add up to that. So mm-hmm. while, you know, so so the record is going to come down a little bit, but so are the metrics. Or I should say the metrics are going to mm-hmm. come down a little bit and so is the record. So like, yeah, are they are they going to have the same record as they did last year? No, of course not. But it's just kind of like they're always the value is going to be not in the numbers when it comes to the Boston yes. Bruins in the same way. The value is not going to be in the numbers of like the Miami Heat in the NBA or, you know, the Patriots when they you know were good. Um, or, you know, maybe it's I don't know who the, the comp is now necessarily. I mean, the Chiefs are certainly awesome, but, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily organizational or the fact they have the best player in the league at quarterback. But, you know, the point is, is like I look at him, too, and I'm like, yeah, actually, I got them pretty much like even like kind of an average team. It's like, yeah, but it's the Bruins, so it doesn't really matter, right? And that's mm-hmm. why, you, you know, you sort of only start, you know, you only use your power ratings, you know, and the, and the quote-unquote math as the starting point, and then go like, well, you know, am I just going to keep betting against the Bruins and getting my, like, teeth kicked in on a regular yeah. basis? No. And I say mm-hmm. that having bet against the Bruins last night, you got to <laughs> get my teeth kicked in in overtime as they come back from down two to nothing, right? So that mm-hmm. bet always looks good when the Bruins are down two to nothing, and then they get that goal in the second period, and you're like, oh, God, they're down a goal here with so much time left, like, they're pretty clearly going to win this game. And there's just nothing you can do but sit back and take it, even though you theoretically made a good bet. And so, yeah, like, you know, if you haven't figured out to beware of the Boston Bruins when it comes to like going against going against your numbers, and maybe the Vegas Golden Knights are headed in that same direction where like they've built an organizational, you know, culture, it's, you know, so to speak, where it's just depth that doesn't look all that sort of sexy on, on the page and just ends up being like, yeah, actually they kill every penalty off. And they convert like every scoring chance that they get. And that's just yeah. like, that's just what they do. And it's like, you want to bet against that, like go for it. But you know what? There's like how they beat Montreal last night. Yeah. There's Getting like no this... shot, no chance, like crazy. And then yeah. they or score. Like how they chances. won the Stanley cup. Right. It's just yeah. like, yeah. All right. Okay. But like at, at some point, that's just how they play hockey. And like, there is a talent in that. Right. And whether it's like, you just have to bump up the sort of, um, you know, average or the median for their high danger chance conversion rate because they just score more on chances than any other team in the league. You just go like, yeah, that's a skill, right? And the same thing with, the, obviously, the defense and goaltending, which is a little bit more measurable or a little bit more consistent. But it's like, yeah, man, I don't know if Swayman or Olmark or any, you know, or, or would be any good on any other team. But, like, they're really good on the Bruins. And, like, you know, you kind of have to just go, yeah, okay, this is, that's just kind of what the Bruins do. So, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, you know, legit, you know, maybe it's fraudulent, maybe it's not, but like, you know, we're talking about the Bruins here, right? So mm-hmm. this is, this isn't like any other team. Yeah. All right. That's, that's all for today's show. Appreciate everyone who tuned in here. Matt, Alex, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this here. As always, I mean, our favorite day here, the Tuesday, LA Kings playing and the Nashville Predators. What could be better than that? So, uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you, uh, you guys, for taking the time to do this here today. If you did enjoy the show, please make sure to hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel, turn on notifications so you get notified every time we go live. As well, you can follow us on Twitter at EdgeworkHQ if you do want to see. Maybe there will be 
a pick coming out later today on the Nashville Predators. So you're going to want to catch up on that. But and have a good day, everybody. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets. Let's have a day.